Hello, and welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin, here with Stephanie. Hello, everybody. And we have another great episode for you today. Lots to talk, well, I was going to say lots to talk about, but like... We don't really have a lot to talk about. But it's... We do, it's just one topic. Yes, one topic, which I'm sure like everybody and their mother has been talking about for the past like three days or two days or whatever it is but um before we get into that today we're drinking McBride Sisters Sparkling Brute Rosé um we've had the Black Girl Magic and this is the same um uh winery like these sisters own which is great I have not had this so I am excited I'm very excited about this one. Right? It's so great. And it's going to be loud. Ooh, that was very that was loud. That was a good pop. <laughs> Waking up my household. Um, so while I pour, Stephanie, do you want to talk about our top five? Sure. So um, a couple of days ago, the performers for the Grammys were announced, which the Grammys are Sunday. Sunday (laughs) like this weekend or next weekend this weekend Weekend. they're Sunday and so um we now know who's performing but what I want to know is who do you wish was on the list of people performing okay well (laughs) top five people you'd like you wish were performing my list is interesting because I feel like my list has like some old people and some new people okay And I have some like collabs because that is the thing that I like about the Grammys is that they always have like random people Mm -hmm. collaborating. Not random, but you know, sometimes it is random. I should have done the collab, dang. (laughs) I'll Um, go first so then you can. (laughs) I'm not changing my list. Oh, okay. Um, So I have Bruno Mars. That's good. Because it's been a while since we've seen him. Um, even though he just came out with a song and he's about to come out with an album with Anderson Pac, but Pac. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Beyonce because again, it's been a while and it would mm-hmm. be nice to see her perform somewhere. Yeah. Um, I have John Legend and Nick Jonas only because I've been watching them on The Voice <laughs> and I feel like I kind of would enjoy them singing together. I don't know if they so I didn't watch this. So I stopped watching this season because Nick, because Nick was on the season that um, started off, and then COVID happened, right? And then they they finished at home. So I think I stopped yeah. watching it. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I I didn't finish because I was like so behind, and then I don't know. I just kind of was like whatever. Um, and it was weird because like. The contestants had to sing from their house. and they Yeah, had- it was terrible. It was terrible. It was really terrible. I watched it, but it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. So I don't know if they ever got to sing. Because you know how, like, normally when they're in the normal, like, stage, like, the coaches get to sing together or sometimes. Or oh, whatever. yeah. But for some, I never liked those performances. No? Oh, well. I don't know why. It's, it, they feel so, like, forced, I think. Mm-hmm. And they always sing, like, corny songs. Yeah. And yeah, song choice is sometimes not great. But yeah. I would like to see them sing together because I like both of their voices. Yeah. Um, I like, I would love that duo. Right. And then I have, I have another throwback. Well, my, my next two are throwbacks. 
So Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block, <laughs> because I feel like I would just enjoy seeing them and that would be kind of fun. And because we saw Backstreet Boys like two years ago and it was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another concert that I went to that was so amazing is it was the Bad Boy Reunion. So like Puff Daddy and like Little Kim and like all the people who were on Bad Boy Records. So I feel like that would be kind of cool to bring back. That'd be really awesome. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's my list. <laughs> okay. I also have Beyonce on my list. Yes. Then I have The Killers. Ooh. Um, Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Britney Spears in a comeback performance of all comebacks. How and would that be? It would be great. But I want, like, old Britney back before she, like, like, when she could, like, kind of sing and dance at the same time. Yeah, which was, like, in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shade, but I love Britney. But, like, yeah, something happened. Um, she stopped being able to sing. Yeah, and then this is going to be controversial, but I'd like an sync reunion. <laughs> I know that we're not supposed to like Justin Timberlake anymore, but... Here's I still want an, I still want an NSYNC reunion and I will till the day I die. So yes. here's the thing. I mean, I was, I still like Justin. I understand that what he did is very shitty, but I, I mean, I still like him. Well, he's canceled. Well, oh, is he fully canceled? I don't know. But, I, I can't uh, keep up. <laughs> keep up. Uh, he's not, what's it called? Um, Oh, I forgot what Chris, Chris, what's his face said? Chris Harrison said. Stepping away for a moment? No, (laughs) no. In his recent, his recent article, he said something about like, like, I don't know. It's not like cultured, but it's, it was something like, don't cancel, but do this or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something that um, they teach. It's called, um. Because uh, it was uh, Michael Michael Eric Dyson, right? Because it said that he's been talking to him, I think. Um, really? Oh, there he is. This is going to bother me that I can't think of it. I know. Cre- create, not camp? No. No. And I was just watching, not just, but earlier today, I was watching The Daily Pop. And... Um, Mike Johnson was on there and he even said it too. But of course I'm not going to remember because why would I remember? I'm fully on board with the no, let's not cancel people. Let's let totally. people. Uh, as, long as, as long as you, as long as you are, are being educated and you are forgive, forgiving in what you have said or done or whatever and your actions no longer are the same, then I totally agree with that. I mean, there's some people that need to be canceled because they continue to do the same bullshit, but. Right, but most people, it's like they jump when someone does one thing. Right. And it's like, well, let's like, let's, they also can just go away and we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> right. Like, we can just stop consuming them. It's and very they, they may not be canceled, but, but doesn't can- mean I still have to like, follow Chris Harrison on Instagram totally I don't I don't think anymore so I don't even think I've ever followed him um 
I can't find the word, but it is another C word. It's really driving me crazy. Right? I know. Yeah, I can't think of what it is. We're gonna think we're gonna think of it like when we're done. Because and- even Mike, Mike knew the phrase. Oh, really? Yeah, because I like watched that interview with him and he was like, Oh, I know exactly he before he said it, Mike said the word out loud. And I was oh. like, Hmm. Whoa. You're like, Mike, you're so educated. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So. Oh yeah. Sorry. So that was my list. Insane. Yeah. What's your list? So let's move into the big topic of today. <laughs> well, should we talk about the Grammy performances oh, first? Yes. Sorry. And then we can about- spend the rest of the time talking about Megan and Harry. Sorry. Yes, we can talk about the Grammys because I am kind of, I, you know, the Grammys have always been my, like, one of my favorites, even though I know that, like, again, kind of controversial because people hate the Grammys and hate award shows and, like. But they're the best one because they have so many musical performances. I know. And, like, oh, so, performances and that's all I want. And they put people together, like you said. They do the collabs. So, yeah, I am a fan. So, um, let's see. Who do we have performing? Um, I saw Post Malone. <laughs> Mr. Award Show himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know, Mr. 305? Well, Post Malone's Mr. Award Show. <laughs> he loves an award show. He sure does. But, like, I don't blame him. Like, I neither. You, I mean, you probably aren't paying for anything. Like, you're getting free shit. Like, what? To have you're a good- publicizing your songs. Yeah. You're I, getting to party. Yeah. Even if it's at home, I'm sure he's still getting great swag bag. I'm sure. Uh, what is he? Yeah, doing? are he's they? I did Miller Light. I'm sure he's getting a shit ton no, no. of Miller Light. <laughs> is it at home? Or, I mean, obviously, the no, the performances, are they at home? I don't know how they're doing the whole thing. I mean, I'm sure some will be remote because, yeah. like, I don't necessarily think that, like, Dua Lipa's flying in. Maybe she is, but like, I feel like some will be there at the Grammy stage and performing like, and then some will be probably tape recorded and be on sets and be really cool. Yeah, which I will be, you know, there like BTS isn't coming here. Oh, yeah, no. I feel like BTS has, they've every award show they've like, they don't ever come. They're always like, oh, and live from someplace far, far away, BTS. (laughs) The live from Korea, right? Yeah, but I not always. I didn't want to just assume that they were. Sometimes I feel like they've been in other places. Yeah, that's true. That's true. During quarantine, though, I think it's just been Korea. But oh, yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cardi B. Uh huh. Like you said, BTS. Um. Brandy Carlile. Mm-hmm. I always forget. She's a country singer. Yeah. She's like more like um I'd say like folky indie rock. Well, she's not really country. She's like singer songwriter. I think that would be the uh what Kelly would say on the voice. You give me really singer songwriter vibes. (laughs) Oh, she's so amazing. I love her. (laughs) She's so great. Um, the baby, Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, um, Mickey Guyton. Don't know who that that is. Um, Haim, which I know that. Oh, Brittany Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda Lambert, which where has she been? 
I mean, I don't know. I don't listen to country, so maybe she's been around, but. I mean, I don't listen to country regularly, but I, I still like feel like I have a pulse on who's popular. And she's kind of been in my for a while, I feel like. Yeah, she like married that cop, like. Oh, that's right. It was like a really quick like marriage, right? Yeah. Oh, I remember anyway, that. I don't know what. Yeah, um, Little Baby, Dua Lipa, Chris Martin, John Mayer. Oh. Yeah, that got me real excited. I'm excited. And like, but like, John Mayer, are you going to sing like new shit or like old shit? I don't know. I hope he sings a, a melody of old shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I hope he just wanted to get out of the house. <laughs> and was like, hey, you guys want to hear Room for Squares? Yeah, I actually hope it's a collab, him and Meg Stallion. Oh my God. Yes, because she's next. That would be hilarious. Oh my God. I would like make my life. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, Marin Morris, I said post Malone already. Oh my Rod- God. Roddy Rich. Oh no, what? Your body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. It's a wonderland. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You think somebody brought that up to them? <laughs> oh, but it needs to happen. <laughs> like it needs to happen. Like I'm going to start tweeting them. Oh my gosh, please do. Like, <laughs> I just wrote that down. I want that collab so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, can somebody make this happen? I need it in my life. Sorry, right, keep going with the list. It's okay. Roddy Rich, Harry uh-huh. Styles, and then Taylor Swift. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Which, like, oh, you know what? The other thing we need to talk about too is um, Jenny and Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great show. <laughs> I know we could talk about that next. Um, because that just reminded me when I said Taylor Swift, I was like, oh, we were supposed to talk about that. Um, so yeah, I mean that's great. Um, it says that all artists will be coming together while still safely apart to play music for each other as a community and celebrate the music that unites us, which could easily mean that some people will be there. Some people won't. Yeah. Is what I, um, what I take of it. And I feel like we did go through, um, we did go through the, uh, categories. We talked about some of the noms. We did. I really kind of hope. Um, Beyonce wins she's nominated for um, Black Parade and that is my jam Um, is Taylor nominated that's probably why she's there right yeah she's gotta gotta be be. for what's it called what's the the one during quarantine that she dropped folklore yeah there it is folklore Um, oh cardigan is nominated Oh my gosh, Justin Bieber's Yummy song is nominated. Get the f- out of here. That's bad song. That song like, is so bad. And if I sing it, it'll be stuck in my head, so I'm not going to. Um, and then Watermelon Sugar. Oh, that's my jam. Watermelon Sugar. Huh? Watermelon Sugar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. There's some good ones. Taylor is not on record of the year, though. Or, oh, she's on album, though. Ah, she's going to win album of the year. She's going to win album of the year for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'd be so shocked if she didn't. 
Yeah. She's definitely going to win album of the year. Best new artist. Oh, so many people I don't do not know. First of all, Doja Cat should not be in a best new artist. I know we have this art. We have this. Conversation. And neither should Megan The Stallion. No. Oh, she is on there. Right. We do this every year. I feel like we have this conversation. It's not a true representation of new artists. Like Noah Cyrus is not a new artist either. She's been around for years. She has like five albums. Also, like I made that number up, but she has also also this Rain on Me song by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. I'm pretty sure has been around for like two years now. Yeah. Intentions. What? See, I again, sorry. I feel like we do this every year. I'm always like, what the fuck? This song came out two years ago. Well, because I think that they delayed everything, but they didn't change like the date things were eligible from the beginning, just like when they were eligible at the end. Mm -hmm. So it's like a bigger window. So things that do feel further apart, like, but also honestly, folklore, folklore feels like two years ago. Totally. But at least folklore came out like I know. in the summer yeah it's it's yeah it's in the time but that's in the right time frame it is but it still feels like a long time ago totally yeah totally oh fiona fiona apple has a <laughs> this is what happens when you just like so this is the only bad thing about the grammys too is that like you they only they only highlight like certain awards so obviously like the popular awards so I feel like best uh, even though best rock song I feel like sometimes they do or they use sometimes to. they do but they don't always I feel like this year they won't I feel like it's going to be so many performances and just the high level album of the year song yeah. of the year um record of the year pop duo whatever yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll do rock album, but I don't think they'll do rock song. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. You're but right. only if it's like something like good that will elevate the show. I feel like. So they have these. So sorry, I'm like deep diving and reading this. They have so many. Uh, they have so many categories. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I so I'm looking at R and B because that's always been a thing. Um, best R and B performance. And then they have best traditional R&B performance. And it's like for new vocal or instrumental traditional R&B recordings, which I don't understand what that means. Um, and then obviously best R&B song, blah, blah, blah. Best progressive R&B album. And it says for albums containing at least 51% playing time of newly recorded progressive vocal tracks, derivative of R&B. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know. And then best R&B album is for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new R&B rec- recordings. I don't understand what that means. Is that, do you think that they put that word? Cause didn't somebody, wasn't somebody pissed that they didn't get nominated and then like Justin Bieber did? Was that this year? Mm-hmm. Who was it? Or was uh, Justin, so Bieber, Justin like, Bieber was pissed because he got nominated for pop album and he specifically said his music was R&B. That's right. That's right. That is right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his album is very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has a new one that he's in, like, he's slowly been releasing songs one at a time. 
Oh, and really? like four songs out, and it's so good. Ooh, how did I miss that? You know all the songs. It's just you probably think they're on a different album. Probably that happens to me all the time. It, it's like the, the the one the most all the most recent songs. Oh, so like lonely and like um yeah. I was gonna say sorry, but that's not it. Um okay, all right. Let's chat um Georgia and Jenny. Or Jenny. Holy, hold on, anyone and lonely. Oh yeah, okay. I was wondering about Oh, that's the name of his new album. Down with that. Um, Okay, so let's talk Georgia, Jenny and Georgia, and then we can get into the the topic of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, for those of you who don't know, there's a show on Netflix called It's called Jenny and Georgia, right? Jenny is Mm -hmm. first. Jenny and yeah. Georgia, it's, I thought it was really cute. Um, mm-hmm. Like basically about a mom and well, I guess the daughter is the kind of the main character but also the mom, but she had the daughter really young. Um, her daughter is biracial and they're kind of just like, she's, I don't want to give it away but like, I don't know how you describe it. It's just kind of like- It's a- like Gilmore Girls meets Gone Girl yes kind of yes yes god yeah oh my god yes because there were so many also like the mom is shady and you realize that from early on that she's kind of shady but you don't know the extent of it Mm -hmm. but then they have this like mother-daughter relationship that's like it's different than Gilmore Girls but it's the whole mother-daughter thing like yes I I like it much better than Gilmore Girls yeah really um, so but. there's been a lot so like of course I'm like in all of these like Facebook groups and like some people really like the show and some people are like oh my god it's so stupid like blah 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 whatever. you know people being people but I feel like I really liked yeah there are moments where you're like oh this is so cringy but like I also feel like it's high school and I think as as like time progresses things change of how like you look back at like Gossip Girl and even like from Dawson's Creek to Gossip Girl like so many things in high school right like change and like change with the times like the the early 90s late 90s high school experience and like things around the world are different from like what they were talking about during in Gossip Girl right? right and even in Gossip Girl how they talked about things like I just feel like now watching high school related shows is different because the world like things that are happening in the world are different and like like pop culture references are different and it's just you know it's it's weird because you're like oh but you're like that's that's how it is right yeah right and like also like you said this was a a high school show yeah which is my favorite genre of TV. Um, so I feel well-versed. I watch a lot of them. Most high school shows aren't groundbreaking TV that's winning all the awards. No. Like, that's not what they are because that's not who their target audience is. So, like, people who are sitting here judging it and saying, it's oh, it's cheesy, it's silly, I couldn't even sit through it. Like, fuck off. Right. It is so great. First of all, I the first episode 
first of all, the first episode I watched and I was like, oh, this, I really liked it. And like Matt came down and was like waiting, was like just like sitting on the couch on his phone. And like, he even laughed at like something that happened. I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, it, it was, it was cute and it was funny. And I liked like, like I liked how, I don't want to say real, but like, I think I like how they tackled like different issues and different things, especially with like Ginny being biracial and like having to navigate through that. Even like, even the fight that she got in with Hunter, like both of them, like, you know, both of them being minorities and just like comparing the, the stereotypes that they each go, like that they each have to deal with, I thought was brilliant. Yeah, there was also one of the main characters what is like a lesbian. So there was a lot of LGBTQ storylines. Yep. Like they talked about a lot of stuff that like Saved by the Bell wasn't talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, you and know, they were like, and they there were was a girl with like, that. they all have their own little issues, the, the high school girls, which like is very it's realistic very true. and true. Like the girl that was like taping her thighs. I was just like, oh my God. And then even, yeah. even Jenny, like the, the burning Bernie. and like stuff like, which is all stuff that like, yes, not everybody can relate to that, but I guarantee you there is somebody who can. Right. And the neighbor, the boy across the street, like he's been dealing with like the depression of losing his friend. Like there's just a lot of layers, I think, to the characters. So like maybe upon first glance, yeah, it's like a cheesy high school show. But I also think that like, especially for high schoolers or younger people watching it, it's actually a great show to exist because it does talk about those issues. And it's also still lighthearted and fun and like, still talking about things that are important and need to be talked about and like I just really enjoyed it I don't know why I and I loved like um I was so sad I got so invested I was like oh my god why is this show over but like I got so I really enjoyed Hunter and like Jenny I really wanted them I just felt like he was just so sweet and like he really really liked her and then I was so like like I get that she liked what's his face I can't remember his name the brother what's the brother mm-hmm. what's his brother's name I don't know I don't know I don't I like I have a really hard time with their names when you when you texted me I love Hunter I literally had to google it. you're like who is Hunter I literally I knew he was one of the characters and I was like okay which of the two boys is he because I don't know their names. I just really, I just thought he was so cute. He was. He and was great. He was so cute. And then, like, um, the I think the last, the last, ep- the last episode was when they were at the um, play, right? When like, um, like they were it exploded. Hall. Yeah. Like, I was, was like, it the last episode or the second to last? I oh, can't remember. It might have been the second to last. Maybe the second to last. But like. When they're all fighting in the hall and then like like Hunter shows up and then it's just like tears in his eyes and you're like, oh my God. And he was like, I cared for you so much. I did everything for you. I was like, oh my and he then, wrote that song. I know. 
and then you, they even had the whole element of like being obsessed with social media because she was so obsessed with like how many views that the song got yep and then she started being like so like I forgot uh Max called her Regina George yeah she was like you know really bossy and was mean to the other girl and when they wanted to do the hollow which again is all shit that probably really happens nowadays especially I mean it always it always happens um and then she was the outcast because she lied to them and you know it was yeah but I really I really liked it I hope they get a second season I mean I feel like it will because it it had a lot of buzz yeah I think it's still in the top 10 on Netflix so yeah it was on the it was in the top 10 for a while too like and I think it was I think it's it hit number one at some point yeah it was it was number one the first week it was out I know when I watched it because I watched it the first weekend okay it came out on like a Wednesday or Thursday and I started watching it that Friday I think I had skipped it a couple times and then when you know when you hover over it and it plays like a trailer or whatever yeah I think from the first because it's a trailer is her like talking to the the um English teacher yeah and I was like oh this <laughs> this might I know be- that's what got me too I mean I was gonna watch it anyway just because I had heard about it and I was like yeah. oh a high school show great and <laughs> add it to the list Sign me up. Um, so I fast tracked it. I skipped some other things and made it yeah. next. And then I saw that scene and I was like, oh, I'm definitely watching this. I was in for it. Oh yeah. my God. When the when the English teacher, I when the English teacher was was talking about um oh, I forgot what he what it was that he was the bluest die. The what? They were, the book they were talking about was The Bluest Eye. Are you talking about that scene? Yeah. And, and he was talking about how basically she'd be the only person offended. Yes. Oh, because the N-word. Because he was like, yeah. oh, there's the N-words in here. And I'm not going to say it. But Ginny, you would probably be offended by that. Or like said something. And I was like. <gasps> yeah, that was terrible. Also, I don't think they ever said it was The Bluest Eye. But I know it was because that's literally the only book that people read in high school that <laughs> is. I never read that book. Oh, really? Uh Uh-uh. I don't think. Oh, yeah. We read it in high school, and I remember it was, like, a big to-do because we had to have permission slips signed, and some people's books had the, like... Crossed out. Like, rape scene taken out because there's, like, a a rape scene in the book. Oh, no. My book didn't, though. (laughs) I got the full version. But that's literally the only, like book that you could think of book by like Toni Morrison or any black author that like I remember reading in high school oh yeah no like college we read more but that was right that was different because I was an English major so we read a lot but that was the other thing he was like oh and it's a female right it's a female writer and she's black or some something yeah I'm like oh it's the bluest eye because that's the only book that anyone ever reads yeah Literally, it's like, and I'm not saying it's not a great book. It is a great book, but it's just always the only one that is ever yeah, read of course. in high school English classes. <laughs> oh, so, I'm sure it hasn't changed. I'm like, I bet I could name this entire list of books too. Oh, I'm sure you could. <laughs> they were, weren't they sophomores? They were sophomores, right? Yeah. Yeah. We read it when we were juniors, I think. Ooh, if they're sophomores, I hope they at least get like two more seasons to at least like right? take them to senior year. Yeah. Also, I was like, dang, are sophomores having sex the first time they meet somebody? Right? 
Like I thought that was a little intense. Like he just like hopped in her at her window and was like, "All right, we're just gonna have sex for the first time." Like what? I mean, I don't know what these kids are doing these days. <laughs> but I was not on that level. No, I mean, I definitely was not either. But I, that part, I was like a little thrown off about like how, like quickly that escalated in the like first episode. I was like. Oh quickly oh. oh my gosh oh my god yeah. okay well if anybody hasn't seen it I highly recommend it yeah we didn't really spoil too much and if we did sorry it's been out for a few weeks I feel like we live in this time where like if you don't watch it right away it's totally. hard to not have some part of a show spoiled yeah oh I started yeah. Riverdale last night I I was so into that show. Oh, really? Yeah. And then it, that shit gets real. It jumped the shark for me. Oh, uh, what? How I, many seasons do they have? I don't know what they're on now, like four or five, but Ew. it starts getting like supernaturally. Um, and I can't like, I need my high school show to stay about high school. Like I can't have <laughs> like, I'm fine with a serial killer running loose, <laughs> but the minute that it's like, they're flying in the air. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> or they get superpowers or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. You're like, I mean, no. yeah. So I fell off, but I want to get back on that horse. <laughs> yeah, I I just watched the first episode last night. That was it. I don't know why. I was like, I want to. It's like I wanted to start something, and I wasn't like, I was like, what what can I start that I knew that. I was supposed to watch and I hadn't watched in a while or ever. And I was like, oh, Riverdale. And now I like all these high school things too. Tara, it's 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 really bad. It's <laughs> it's like my drug. <laughs> it's like my drug. And I don't know why I like them so much. Like it's really bad. I I mean, I think they're funny. I mean, why not? What else? You know? Yeah. A simpler time. I guess, except these shows, these high school shows, like give me so much anxiety because it's not a simpler time. That is true. I mean, yeah, they make high school be sound like so crazy. So like, crazy. My high school wasn't as ent- intense as some of these. Not as crazy though as Dynasty though. That show gives me the most anxiety. Oh my gosh. I haven't finished. I'm, I still, I'm on the last season that they have, I think. Um, I can't remember where I left off, but I need to get, I need to, I need to, power through and finish <laughs> oh, yeah that show is a is real fucking crazy too <laughs> probably lost all of our listeners because they're like they watch really bad tv yeah like the house the housewives are one thing but cw <laughs> shows cw used to be the shit back in the day I mean, now I don't even know what's on CW. I mean, obviously, Dynasty. I weirdly watch, like, multiple CW shows, so I can't really. Yeah, I mean, I used to love the CW. All the good shows, like, used to come on it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get to the, the main event. <laughs> the main So did you watch the Megan and Harry Oprah interview? <laughs> did I? Before we talk about what was like the content, one of my favorite parts about this whole thing is that I feel like it has been forever and a day since something 
on TV was an event like this. Yeah. Like legit, this felt like the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like I took out sporting events. There hasn't been something like this where everyone watched. Mm-mm. Like even my mom, my mom texted me and was like, oh my God, are you watching? My parents, was, my dad watched it too. My mom, it wasn't even on in California where my mom is right now. She literally was just making sure that I was going to be watching it so she could talk to me about it when it aired in California. It aired? Oh my gosh. And like my 98-year-old grandmother watched it. Yes. I was like adamant, like I'm staying up and planning my whole day around watching it. That's amazing though. Like it was an event. It was a thing. Like everyone watched it. And it, I just love that because I missed that about TV where like yeah. there was a big show everyone watched on TV or there was yeah. going to be a big special with somebody being interviewed or like a yeah. Barbara Walter special that everybody yeah. watched. And I feel like it's they don't so do tough. those anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Well, maybe if she Oprah does, I don't know about it, but this. Oprah might be the one to bring them back. Yeah, I mean. Oprah is so good at interviews. Yeah. She made so much. Do you see how much money she made? She made so much money off so that. So Harpo Productions got paid seven or eight million from CBS. Yeah. To produce it. Yep. And for, so that they had the exclusive rights to it. And then CBS, they charged $325,000 a commercial. Insane. So they made a ton of money off of it. Wild. Mm-hmm wild oh and I'd say it was worth every penny because it's all anyone's been talking about of course like my news feed like my Instagram feed like it was all the interview yeah same and like I even like I waited we were watching something else because I wanted I didn't want to watch with commercials so we like waited a little bit and we eventually I think we eventually caught up or no, not even. I think like we were like right at the cusp, which was great. Um, but yeah, I people, I mean, all over. And Matt was even on Twitter and he was like, <laughs> he was like, there was a wrestling show on too. So he was like, it was like wrestling and Oprah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. Um, yeah, I watched the next morning because I didn't want to do commercials and we were watching something else and I can't remember what it was oh I told Mike we could watch movies or something so I watched it the next morning but early yeah early enough so you could see all the all the comments yeah Mm -hmm. and all the things yeah Yeah. I mean I I thought it was great I great in a sense that like I also thought it was kind of sad I think I think more so like really like the men- the mental health part of it um and just like and I and so I I struggle with people on online because I think like a lot which a lot of them are in that in like the juicy scoop like Facebook group Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, they have so much money, like just, it's always like they're talking about the money and it's like, no matter how much money you have, that has nothing to do with like your mental capacity to like yeah. handle things. Like, I don't like you could be Oprah Winfrey and like still struggle with depression. Like the money has nothing to do with it. Like that to me 
is like so annoying. Like I think the the I think the biggest thing that's very like frustrating about like the aftermath is that like the the takeaway that people are coming from <laughs> are taking away from it have nothing to do with like what the actual issue is, right? Like yes, like we're talking about the royal family and whatever, but also you're talking about a a, a human being who has been dealing with certain things internally, whether or not like she felt supported, she is entitled to how she feels. And if she felt like she needed help and wasn't getting help, like how can you negate that and just say, well, she knew what she was signing up for? Cause that's a lot of things. People are like, she knew what she was signing up for. And it's like, yes and no. Like it's the same thing with like, when we talk about the Kardashians and people are like, well, they're famous, they should, or like Britney, like you're famous. Right. So like, you know that people are gonna follow you around. Like, mm, yeah, but like, is that, st- it's, it's still not okay. Right, it doesn't make it okay for how anyone's being, t- anyone's treated or, and also like you, like, yeah, okay. She knew she was dating a member of the royal family and eventually marrying him, but she didn't know what all of it meant. And even if she did know fully what it meant, that doesn't mean she knew the experiences she was going to have or how she was going to be treated or like how she wasn't going to be fully accepted or how the press was going to be like, yes, you can expect that. But once it starts hitting every day and you're seeing it all the time, it's all anyone's talking about and your whole life is affected that's a little bit different than just thinking how it's going to be. Yeah. And like the perception, right? She even said that like, it's, it's the outward perception that they all care about, right? That the royal family cares about. So even her as somebody who, cause obviously she wasn't dating him when, uh, what's her face, Kate and, and uh, William got married, right? They weren't dating yeah. then. Mm-hmm. So even if she was aware of the royal family, it's perception, right? So you see this wonderful wedding, this beautiful family, they're doing all of the wonderful lavish things, right? So your perception is, is that, oh, like Kate went through this, like it, it's going to be magical. It's going to be fantastic, you yeah. know? So you go into it, obviously not really understanding, but then like you said, like your experience is clearly different than what the person before you who married into the family as well is you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Like this is, you know, it's just, I don't know. There were a lot of things that I was kind of like, <sighs> I mean, for me, the things are obviously the mental health and like her feeling like she didn't have support and, you know, they asked for help and no one, you know, wanted, was helping. Um, and then obviously the other thing was just, you know, whoever it was, you know, questioning what her child would look like, you know, yeah. and to me, that's just like, like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, I was like one of those things where at that point it was like, so like, I wasn't shocked at all that, that people right. in the Royal family are racist, like. <laughs> just knowing the little about the, the royal family I do and the history of the monarchy and stuff like right. 
like obviously there are going to be people but when you hear it and when you hear her more so talking about it because it's like very humanizing when it's like a mother talking about their child and it's also like but you're marrying into this family who's supposed to like love you because mm-hmm. their son loves you mm-hmm. but then they're questioning something that like should not matter yeah like it just it, yeah hearing her talk about it that was just like heart-wrenching yeah or and the, fact, and the fact that like they didn't like they didn't say it to her they said it to harry so the fact right. that like he as like the the father right and not only that like I feel like you also then have to go tell your black wife that your family is concerned about like, like, how is that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How does that combo go down? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's crazy. I'm just like, Oh my God. I do think though, they were very strategic in the way they told stories because like especially like with that one so like they wouldn't say who it was but they made sure to say it wasn't the queen or prince philip or philip even though he's totally racist um (laughs) allegedly um and it's not like he said it was my father or my brother but those are kind of the two only options where it would probably matter so much like you know like obviously if anyone says it that's terrible and it's horrific but like if it's your brother or your father saying it that is gonna weigh like a lot more heavily than like somebody from the firm yeah somebody yeah the firm like (laughs) where that is also so I have so many I have so many questions on like I don't understand the institution. I don't understand the firm. I also don't understand what the royal family does. I was thinking, so I so we started watching The Crown and I like, in the middle, I wanted to like ask Matt this question, but then I was like, I'll, I'll wait. But like, what is, like, I don't understand what the queen does and compared to the prime minister. And it could be my ignorance, but I'm like, what is the purpose of both? Because does not, does the queen not rule the, like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I don't understand, like, why do you have both? And do they work together? Is it like, cause obviously like we have a president and like. So the queen is basically the symbol of the country. And the prime minister is the one who actually executes the government. So like the queen, this is what, according to history.com, when I typed in the queen versus the prime minister, (laughs) it says the queen remains the head of British state, the highest representative of the United Kingdom on national and international stage. The head of the British government, however, is the prime minister. One serves as the symbol of the country. So the queen and the other serves as the chief executive of the government. But like, I'm a symbol, but what does that mean? Though rarely used, Her Majesty's, uh, the Queen, welds the power to summon or suspend Parliament, mm. issue and rescind passports, and even declare war. Oh. They may also dismiss a Prime Minister or appoint a Prime Minister, but she cannot vote, nor can she ever be arrested. 
What? They're just different things I'm reading on the internet right now from different sources. She could never oh. be trusted. Well, hell, why would you do things legally then? If you could never be arrested? Well, uh, right. Right? I mean, could you imagine? Um, Not to say that I would do illegal things, but I'm just saying, like, that's wild. They must remain strictly neutral with, all, with respect to political matters. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, hmm. It's still so strange. It's like. And like, where do they get all their money? Um, just land? like. And just inherent, like, just like it's been in the family for like millions of years. Cause like they pay salaries to people, right? Like they, they're like working. Like if you're in the royal family, you're, a, you're working, right? When she said, when she said, she had to go to HR. Didn't somebody say something about HR? Didn't she say something about HR? And I was like, they have a head of HR or they have HR? Like, yeah, because there's the business of it and then there's the family of it. Mm. So, okay. Let's see if I can. <laughs> if you can teach me. Can you teach me about the royal family and okay. what this means? So, Allegedly, the queen's worth like four hundred and seventy million. Oh my gosh, which is a lot, but like not a lot, right? Right. Yeah. So the queen and her heir to the throne, Prince Charles, received most of their income from the government and their private estates, and then money trickles down to all of their people. People. The queen's main sources of income are. The Sovereign Grant, hmm. the Duchy of Lancaster Estate, and her personal property and investments. Okay, this is like two. This is not what I wanted. <laughs> I want like a sentence that explains to me. You're like, how do they get their money? But I guess like if they live, if all of the all of the family lives on property, you're not paying anything. So then you're pocketing all that money. Like Kate and them, they, I mean... They're not paying for a residence because they live, I'm, I'm assuming they live on their land, which is like great. Um, yeah, so NT, I listened to an NT lawyer thing today and he said that before Harry and Meghan left England, he was making $5 million a year. Oh, wow. From which is the... Mm monarchy just for his just for being for being yeah but I didn't realize his mom left him money she left him so yeah so when she passed away she had um probably was like roughly it was like 20 million pounds I think so like, roughly like 30 million and it got split between the two boys and then put into trust that they were able to access when they were 30. Mm. So when he was 30, he probably had access to like around 12-ish million is what he said, 12 to 15 million. Which I'm assuming, like, obviously, I'm sure that's what he said that they've been living off of. And that's the other thing that people are like, um, 
yeah, well, they have this Netflix deal and like all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but they probably haven't done anything yet. So like, how do you know that if they sign that deal, they got money? Yeah. So their Netflix deal was not one that guaranteed a certain amount of money. So like some people like Shonda Rhimes and like um, Ryan Murphy and Adam Sandler, they had Netflix deals where like Netflix guaranteed X for this number of projects. Right. Theirs with Netflix didn't guarantee any money for any number of projects. It just was basically like a contract that they were going to produce things for them. Right. Yeah. So I mean, odds are they're probably like, they're probably like, I don't know what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have income sources coming in. Yeah, of course. I mean, they they have, have, they have plenty of money for like regular everyday person. I mean, when you're going and buying a $14 million mansion in Montecito, you have money, have the means to support that. Otherwise you wouldn't be buying that you would be downsizing or you would, you know, right. One thing that um, NT was talking about and um, he did like a reaction to it and like some of it, I was like, this is really interesting because it's like more factually based on some of the like British, I don't know if they're laws, I don't know what they call them, but some of it was just his own like opinions, which I'm like, eh, I don't really agree with you on that. But um one of the things he was talking about is how so Harry is still in line for the throne like yes. even though they've give like they don't have the titles and they're not on the payroll anymore and they're in America he's still in line for the throne so so he could still so like if but he but he's still in line but like the chances of that happening oh who knows right you never know right well so what he basically went he was saying is the whole the whole idea that like they don't have security here is kind of bullshit because there's no way that an heir to the royal throne is living in america and the secret service is not paying attention and monitoring their safety because god forbid all of william's family something tragic happened Harry would be the heir to the throne. Right. So there's no way that an heir living in a foreign country, especially America, no matter who our president is, we're still going to protect that heir at some cost. So um, that I thought was really interesting because like. Well, even even when they were like they were in Canada and then the reason why they left Canada was mainly because they were like, yeah, we're taking all this shit from you. And they were like, well, now like everyone knows where we live. Yeah. And everyone knows that we're here. So like, clearly we're not safe, which is good on them. Like I would have been like, shit, could you imagine if like they got stuck there and people were just like, Hey, I'm going to come by your house or, you know, yeah, crazy. And it's I think it's, yeah, I think a lot of the issues from all, like a lot of the overarching theme that I took away was that like, the royal family like the the monarch the royal people whatever you we call them <laughs> their business comes before their family yes because like and their traditions yes because if their family came first they would still want to protect their family correct but their family clearly doesn't come first because they didn't want to continue to protect them, even though they weren't working for them. 
And right. I understand that there may be like hundreds of years of laws and rules and whatever saying this is how things have to be done. But at the end of the day, you could still do something about it. Yeah. My thing is like, like you have the power to change anything, right? Like if like it, it just to me it's just like doesn't make sense. Like or okay. it's just well even if they don't even if the queen doesn't have the power to change a law that has to do with how the monarchs are done, which seems stupid to me that she wouldn't be able to do that. But if let's just say she can't, right? She still has the money to fund it. Correct. So she could still pay for her grandson's safety. Correct. <laughs> which it seems like the palace helped put them in that situation because right. of their relationship with the press. But also like just how easy it was for like Tyler Perry to like give them their house, give like stay in my house, you can have my security. That man doesn't owe them anything. And the right. fact that he even did that, I think is cr- so nice. And I wonder how that even like, I wonder if it was like an Oprah situation or like, I don't know, but the like skeptic, not the skeptic, the like, um, uh, I don't know. My first thought was, oh, he wants her in one of his movies. Yes, totally. Right. Like, come That's on. That's the first place I went was like, Same. I mean, terrible. I was like, oh, he wants. Here's the thing. And this is, this is the other thing where I'm like, people like, again, like the Bethany Frankels of the world who are like, talking shit about her acting career and I'm like honestly or like nobody knew her or like some shit and like yes were there a lot of celebrities at their wedding yes but a lot of them worse people from suits um and probably she's also lived in LA for her whole entire life and h- how do we know who she knew like she was on a hit like USA is a is a big network she was on that show for like seven years just because not everybody watched Suits. Like, I mean, I knew who she was because I watched the show. But like, just because not everybody that, you know, you talk to watch the show doesn't mean that she wasn't like, yeah, she wasn't Angelina Jolie or like, you know, but I think she was famous enough. Yeah. Or, you know, and I, I think, yeah, what? I think the whole Bethany thing, I think Bethany wanted to be part of the conversation I don't think she thought that the special was going to be as intense and in depth and cover all the things it did clearly because she backtracked after the fact. I thought that she just wanted to be like, make a statement. Yeah. Be out because she doesn't really give a shit what people think about her. I listen to her podcast every now and then and she literally like doesn't seem to care, but she loves to be part of the conversation. So like, She'll say something to say it so that like people are talking about her. Because I think she's she's like, fuck, like I should have probably waited to watch it to comment on it because now I just look like a like terrible, an idiot. Yeah, because it was it was it was a lot. It was mental health. It was racial issues. A lot of heavy shit, and not just like oh, we didn't want to live in the palace or like some bullshit. Like, no, it wasn't that. And, you know, and I also, and I think that I appreciate the, like, again, nobody knows what happens behind closed doors. So I think, I I do think it speaks volumes that a lot of Megan, like Serena or like 
you know, the fact that Serena spoke out, like I believe that like Megan is not like a terrible human because I feel like Serena is awesome and like nobody can tell me anything different. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like she wouldn't surround herself with like toxic people, you know what I mean? And I think she has a very, like Serena has a very like small like group of like people that she like will say she's friends with and so the fact that she said something and like I just feel like so many people are quick to blame Megan for a lot of stuff and like oh she was so terrible to the staff and she's hostile and she's blah 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 and it could be the fact that like maybe she wasn't passive and wasn't like "Mm, you're not going to talk to me that way or hey can I get this and people ignored her and she was like hey can I get this? Right. Like maybe she was treated terribly by everybody. And that's why she was that way. Correct. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't think we'll ever really know like all like what's true and what's not true. I think some of it doesn't matter. Like the whole story with like, she made her, her making Kate cry or Kate making her cry. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't think it really matters which way that story went down. I think the, the takeaway is they clearly didn't have a good relationship. The reason for it, who knows what it was, but that's somebody who like, she probably thought that she was going to have like a good relationship with because she's going to understand. She's probably the only person who, and not fully understands because they have come from different backgrounds, but like marrying into the Royal family. And yes, Kate is marrying the heir and Megan is marrying the not the heir, but still the brother marrying into the family. Like yeah. you think that's going to be the person that you're going to get along with most is going to most understand you. And then clearly they don't get along for whatever reason they do not get along. Yeah. And I think that was the big takeaway from like, she probably thought she had like an ally somebody that she's going to be able to lean with that lean on, you know, have lunch with like chit chat about, you know, gossip about the staff and then quickly realize that Kate is not her girl. Mm -mm. She is not your ally, boo. And for whatever (laughs) reason, they were not, they did not get along. Yeah. Which, and I also like to, to me again, and another thing where people are like, Oh, like, um, you know, Megan's the reason why they left and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, if we look at Prince Harry's like whole life, right? I feel like he was always very different than his brother. Like, I feel like he oh, yeah. was he was always the one that like, he loved being in America. Like he loved partying. Like he was always just very like different than William and I feel like if any if anyone were to be like this shit ain't for me I'm out a hundred percent it would have been Harry like I just don't like that doesn't shock me at all and like he just married somebody who was like yeah maybe we can't do this and he was like well what not gonna happen is like you my family to kill you like they did my mother right like I don't see what like okay if Megan's the reason they left, I honestly don't see anything wrong with that either because like he loves her, his wife, like, so like, even if his wife convinced him to leave, which I don't think that's how it went down, like that's still his wife. And like, I, 
I think that like, it's much healthier of a relationship if you do what's best for your wife's well-being Correct. and your family's well-being than to keep her trapped in that situation where they're clearly both miserable. It's not like he's going to be the king. Right. So like he's you know, his, really daddy, his daddy's probably not going to be the king. Right. And when people say that like, oh, you know, because and I, I even feel this way that like, they have more opportunity not being part of the royal family than being part of the royal family mm-hmm. for the Netflix deals, for the book deals, for all that stuff. And I don't think there's anything wrong with them going after the money either. I don't think so either. People make that, people, again, that's another thing. People are like harping on that. And I'm like, so what? what? Like, we also help remember we have people who are trying to be Instagram famous, go on the bachelor to get fucking sell tummy tea shit. So like, you're telling me that these people who are well-educated, who decided that they wanted a better life for themselves or want to try to get book deals and try that that's bad, but you don't want to be part of this oppressive old ass white system that is protecting a pedophile there. I said it allegedly okay come after You're not the me. only one there are so many people who have been like, after me like there are so many people who are like um how about somebody ask what's what's up with right. andrew let's talk shit about megan and harry once we've started talking shit about prince andrew mm-hmm. and even prince charles he's done sketchy shit too allegedly well. so like i'm sorry but the royal family like I, I get the whole like prince and princess and king and queen and whatever. But when you actually start reading into that, the family, it's so fucked up and it's been so fucked up for so many years that I don't understand how so many people put it up them up on a pedestal, like yeah. and idolize the royals and be obsessed with the royals. Like I could be obsessed with the royals the same way I'm obsessed with like serial killer documentaries, <laughs> but not in the same way that I obsess about like things that I think are really awesome. Well, I guess I don't understand what's so like fantastic with the Royals. Like I've, I mean, I have never, and I don't know if it's just like me, but like, I have never been obsessed with them. Like, I think, yes, like I knew who Princess Diana was. I love, like everyone loved her since, but again, we were young when, you know, we were, I don't know, however Harry was when she died, we were the same age, right? So like we were young and like, okay but also like even you know the royal weddings like okay those are great like I'm I watched both of them but like other than that like I don't know what they do on a day-to-day basis like I, yeah I'm not I mean being that. obsessed with the royals is like that you're it's they are the epitome of like wealth and standing everything that like is wrong these days like privilege that's what they are like privilege yeah like literally that's Mm -hmm. the epitome of what the royals is so when I when somebody is obsessed with the royals I'm like (laughs) what you're like why are you what's your reasoning yeah I mean yeah I mean I agree it's everything Also, they didn't do anything to get there in the first place no (laughs) they just were were born born into the right family yeah not like they deserve it they weren't elected it's not even like I mean they yes I'm not they, they I'm sure they do great things I'm sure that they've like they also do bad things 
Yeah. Well, and so like I was watching again, I was watching Daily Pop today and they were talking about it and um, they have since what's her face is um, on maternity leave, uh, Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, and I've never got Kim, Kim Whitfield, I believe is her last name. I think that's her last name. Um, but like older black woman and she's so funny. And um, she was like, she basically was saying that the royal family obviously represents however many commonwealth like uh, regions, right? And or countries. And she's like, out of those, there are like, I forgot how many like African countries. She's like, what you need to be doing is having a conversation with all of those African countries that support you that are black. And they are right. Yeah. So like, and again, it's just like, hello. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably why I thought it was really funny though. There was one, not funny, but there was one part when Harry was talking about how a lot changed after the Australian like tour thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Oprah was like, I mean, is it jealousy? <laughs> and he was like, um, uh, he didn't want to say that, but I was like, but who would have been jealous? Would it have been Kate? Like, did she not get like, I think I, it would have been any of them. It could have been Kate. It could have been Camilla. Yeah. It could have been um, the dad, anybody yeah. jealous because of how Diana, like Megan was coming across. Yes. And I, th- yeah. And I think that that- the ultimate devil, I think that who is the ultimate devil or oh, Diana, Diana. I think that that is, that is the biggest like takeaway is that like, I think that they were hoping that Megan would not be as like likable as she was. And I think a lot of people really, really loved her. But my yeah, thing- they like, wanted another Kate. Yeah, which like, she don't do shit. <laughs> she don't do shit. And her husband cheats on her nonstop with the neighbor allegedly. <laughs> and they don't have a happy marriage allegedly. Right. Well, like father, son. Correct. Like literally like father, like son, whereas the younger son clearly sided with the mother and saw what she dealt with and how he was affected clearly. I mean, a lot by all of that. And so I watched the Diana tapes. Yeah. It was hard to get through though, because like, I feel like it was like the, it was like, so like, the recordings were very low so like when she was talking it was like hard to hear but yeah got through it but um it was just very interesting I don't think I realized like basically from the beginning he wanted to be with Camilla it was there a reason why they couldn't be together yes there was yeah um hold on let me see if I can remember exactly real quick Cause I was like, I don't understand that. Like, and then the fact that she, this was wild to me that she basically was like, I pulled her aside and was like, um, you know, I know that, or she said something like, not, I know you're super my husband, but like, I know you're hanging out with him or whatever. And she was like, you have everything, you have everything that you could possibly want. Like, what does it matter? I'm like, what? These people, mm-mm. see, they couldn't keep Diana around because she would have, she, 
that bitch would have been gone crazy on them. I'm like, mm-mm-mm. Ugh, town and country is making me get an account in order to tell you the real story. What? That's crap. They met when they were like 21. Okay. Because she looked old, but he was old too, though. Because um, every okay. photo, I was like, who is she? They met and fell in love in their early 20s, enjoying a blissful 18-month romance. Um, and then... Come on. Then they obviously had to... They had to break up at some point. Yeah, but no one will say exactly why this, they didn't get married. Why they couldn't be together. Also, I don't know why, but for some reason, I always thought Diana was American. No. Right, I know, but I don't know why I thought that. Because I Probably thought- Because America loved her so much? Maybe, but I also thought because everyone kept comparing Meghan Markle to, to Diana. And so maybe that's why I thought, because the, I was like, oh, because she was American, but maybe just because she was so likable, Maybe. Um, so all this says is that basically his family didn't approve because Camilla had a history. Oh, a history of what? Um, I don't know, but I think she's two years older than him. Yeah, he, um, well, Megan's older than Harry, right? Yeah, she's three or three years older. And had been divorced. Um, I'm sure they were like, mm. Yeah, I mean, basically, his family didn't approve, but but they're, they, was they're always they're, around. Always around. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah, that's they what the. Married. Did they eventually get married? Yeah, they're married now. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, season four of The Crown is all about like that time oh. of oh. the royals. So terrible. Like, mm-hmm. he's also so gross looking um the like the most of the royal family is gross like the men yeah none of them including harry if you pull up like pictures they like all look the same and old and icky (laughs) and like poor william like yeah did not age well i just always think of him in that blue button down blonde hair and the blue eyes from the j14 magazine i had in my room yes and so cute what happened he lost his hair well he needed i don't know he needed to do something because he was so cute and he is not now yeah but if you want to know about him you just google him and affair and you can read all about it oh man well i mean she's living her passive life i'm sure Mm -hmm. with her three children but yeah, I mean, the, it was such a good two hours of TV. Yes, it was. It was really good. I um, I just hope that they feel like they said their piece and they can just like now like live their lives and like and like there's a lot. I love it. There's a lot of memes going on. That's basically there's one that I really love because it's basically like um like FYI, Megan cannot see any of your posts about how you don't believe her, but your friends can. Yeah. So, so realize that now if they're ever going through anything, they will not come to you. 
right. it's just true it's just like come on people like get it together yeah um I saw that one that one is really good I enjoyed it I was like yes um yes. yeah it was it was good I'm uh looking forward to whatever they're working on with Oprah oh I'm sure they're gonna do so much with Oprah I can't wait whatever they're working on with Netflix and Spotify right was it Spotify mm-hmm yeah. yeah they have deal well Spotify I think is who does their is who, that who their podcast is through oh they have a podcast oh yes oh everyone has a podcast well of course everyone they have it together yeah oh that's cute okay so now I'm gonna go find it oh that's sweet okay I like it yeah it yeah, was they great have a podcast um oh, it was like a special I don't know if it's a full-time podcast or maybe it was like a one and done or not one and done, but like, we're going to do this. And then it was on Spotify though. Okay. We're on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Archwell it. podcast. What's it called? Archwell. Oh, Archwell. I do like that. I wonder what they're, I love that they told, um, Archwell well, audio. They told they told everybody, but I love that they told Oprah that they're ha- the gender of the baby. Oh yeah, little baby Diana. I've already named her. <laughs> I kind of hope they name her Diana. I, there's no way that they're not. You think so? First name? Yeah. First name Diana. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would actually be great though. And be a great fuck you to William to the dad. Oh yeah, that too. That's the other thing, sorry. And then we can, then we probably need to wrap up. But that's another thing that's just like so unfortunate that like he basically is like, oh, you know, my dad's not returning my phone calls or like my dad has to talk to me. Like, are you kidding me? Like that, again, that goes back to your point of like caring more so about the business and not your family. Like, how can you like, that's your family, like that is your child. Yeah. Like, how could you not want to be like, are you good? Are you okay? Like, you know, this shit's, it maybe be like, this shit sucks. I know, but like, I still want to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. That's that, that's that brainwash of being in that, like, that space for too long and thinking that, like, I don't know. It's just, well, and I just honestly, I really do think that Charles is just like a shitty person. He treat Diana was treated shitty by them. Like, I don't think that he's great. They're protecting Andrew, which I feel like I don't even need to say allegedly when I talk about him. Right. Um, like, he's best friend. Andrew Epstein. is who? Andrew, Prince Andrew is the brother. Uh, no. Charles's brother. He had a brother? Mm-hmm. I think he has two. I thought in the show, there was only a, a daughter. Did they have more kids later? Who? Um, the queen and what's his face? And Philip. Did they have, because in the show they have, they have, um, uh, oh my God, Charles and then Anne which is a sister, but this is just the first season. So maybe like later on they have more kids. Yeah. So they have four kids total. 
um oh, goodness oh, okay so then yeah they have more then so then okay. they well I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything for you oh you don't have to spoil it does somebody die um I don't know I don't remember okay so Andrew is the brother okay 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 that's what I thought but I wasn't I wasn't sure yeah Wait, so they have Andrew and Charles and um Edward is the youngest okay but so Charles okay but so sorry going back oh, oh my gosh uh, this is gonna be forever so Charles is the eldest so that's why he's next in line correct yeah so so he's the eldest son or if there's no son then it's the daughter but it's the daughter but, but if there's be- a son and there's a son younger than the daughter it skips the daughter and goes to the son oh I believe I might be wrong. But so like, okay, so let's say the queen, let's say, let's say the queen dies. Then it becomes Charles. Mm-hmm. Let's say Charles dies. Then it's William. But his siblings don't get anything. As soon as you have, as soon as the eldest has a child. Has an eldest son. Has an eldest son. Your, your, your siblings are out. As soon as the eldest has children, the siblings are out. Dang. That's savage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now there's ways around it. Like you could abdicate the throne and say you don't want to be it. And then the, the mother could say, okay, it's going this way. Like yeah. a lot of people think that Elizabeth doesn't want to be, doesn't want Charles to be king. Definitely not. Because by now she could have already passed it on to him. Right. But she could this also just skip 90- him altogether and say it's going straight to William. Right. But my thing is, wouldn't you do that? Because like, right. Okay. So right now, how old is she? She's in her nineties, right? She's, um, 94. And, and Charles is how old? What happened? She'll be 95 in April. And Charles is how old? Old. (laughs) Old. 70, 80, like. Charles is 72. Right. So why wouldn't you just be like, we're going to pass it to William? Because that's really kind of frowned upon. Oh, but people just think that's kind of why she hasn't already passed yeah. things on to. He's in his thirties. Why not? Like you, this man's going to die. I mean, I don't know if he's going to die soon, but you know, maybe, maybe not. But anyway. Okay. Sorry. We're, we, this has been, this has been so long. <laughs> So we're going to wrap it up. All right. Um, I'm going to remind everyone to subscribe and tell your friends. If you have not done a review, please do so. Um, We need all the reviews we can get. Five stars. And um, we will see you next week for more shams and more gossip. Bye. Bye.